Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We should just stop the show and just wait until everyone's done five stars before we continue. Let's just do that. Let's just take a breath. My mortal, I'm Stanley Chi, your host for the Underpaid Podcast. We talk about work-related topics in a light manner na parang nagchichismisan lang tayo sa pantry. It's a pro-employee podcast na siguradong relatable sa lahat ng nag-opisina, pumapasok man, ethics, or work from home. So subscribe to Underpaid and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Underpaid Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley Chi. Uh, we talk about work-related topics in a very light manner. It's a pro-employee podcast and uh, parang nagkukwentuhan lang tayo sa pantry. In our episode right now, we have a very special guest all the way from Italy. He's a musician, a former copywriter, Mr. Jack Stafford. Welcome, Jack, to our show. Hello, Hello Stanley. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Because you're our guest for this episode of the Underpaid Podcast, we, we have all these um, sound effects just for you. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you, Jack? Tell us more about yourself so that our audience, we call them mga immortal, which is uh, in English, the immortals. Uh, oh, my God. Who go to the office, even if it's raining, if it's, there's an earthquake, even if there's COVID-19, they still go to the office. So we Virtually. call them the immortals <laughs> in English. Can you tell us something about yourself, Jack? Okay, well, I'm calling you today from Italy. I've lived here for eight years in the south of Italy, the be- opposite the Amalfi Coast, from the most beautiful parts of Italy. I look out my window and I can see Capri across the bay. You wouldn't like it. It's just, you know, beautiful food, <laughs> wine, olive, fresh olive oil. It's the Now is the season for picking the olives and picking the grapes. And so everything's fresh and there's the wow. sea for the for the fresh fish and the the mountains for the fresh mozzarella. We're famous for the mozzarella here, but uh, originally I'm English. I only I'm a I'm a I'm an immigrant here in Italy because I have a, a beautiful Italian fiance. Who, uh, oh, the reason why I'm you here. moved to Italy is because of love. Love, love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the most love. powerful things in the world, love. It is. It is true. And I, I, my love has only grown. I came here just for the love of one person and now I love a whole country. So 
Wow, okay. Some people, their love is for sale, especially in, during these times. <laughs> no, kidding aside, can you tell us about your um, work experience in the past? Because right now you're a musician, you're an inspirational uh, singer. What were the jobs that you did in the past, uh, nine to five jobs? Gosh, well, I mean, I started right at the bottom. I worked in a in a pickle factory. So I used to, admittedly, I was in production planning, but I didn't actually have to put the pickles in the jar. But I did I did a lot of just computer work to pickle production planning, working in a factory. And that was, that was, I guess, I guess it was an experience. I mean, I learned a lot. It pushed me on to greater things. I didn't stay there too long. Um, and then I worked, um, I, my first proper job was in in the Netherlands. I worked as a copywriter in the south of Italy, in the south of the Netherlands called uh, Eindhoven, which is where Philips, you know, Philips, the big Dutch brand, yeah. they started there. So it's called, they call it the city of light because it's got, it was where the light bulbs were first produced. So I used were to you, do copywriting. Were you able to work on a Philips uh, ring light? Right now, a lot of people are using ring lights for Zoom meetings. I oh, that was before my time. This was twenty years, and it, I didn't even have an email address. Uh, there was no Zoom. There was no Zoom lights. You know, this this is the future. This yeah. back then, I was just happy to have a light bulb. How many years were you working in an office, the nine to five job, before you started to pursue your passion? Well, actually, two two years, two years in um in Eindhoven as a as a copywriter. And then I went freelance. I said, because I'd already got some gigs on the side, you know, when you work in an advertising agency, you, you often freelance. So I got some other gigs. And so I was actually earning more from them working in the evening than I did for the nine to five job. So I just switched and I went, I, I, I stopped that job and I went freelance and then I moved up to Amsterdam And that was just, that was fantastic because I didn't have to wake up in the morning. I didn't have to get dressed. I mean, it was like quarantine, except you could go out. So I've been, doing, I've been in this lifestyle for 20 years. So other people are just getting used to it, but I have an old hand, you know. You've been a musician for 20 years? Well, uh, that was that was the copywriting on the side. Copywriting on the and side. then I did the music. You know, I was always in a band. I was always playing music. And then that gradually took over more and more time. So I did less writing and more songwriting. Oh, that's great. Uh, when was the time when you decided I'm gonna resign from my work? I'm gonna I'm not gonna do this freelance stuff. I'm gonna do music. I'm gonna write my own songs and just live in in Italy because of love. And I'm gonna pursue my passion because sometimes following your passion is a big risk. Not many mm. people can do it because. Uh, maybe of financial reasons. Sometimes they fear that they might not make it and they have their own family to feed. So can you tell us uh, your story? Well, I kind of had a, you know, I was working for 10 years in Amsterdam, you know, these gigs uh, as a musician and as a writer. And I organized this big tour of America. So I had to go, I was going to go for two months, you know, and I, and I, I extended it. I kept going. So I kept I kept the holiday going. I kept the, the tour going and I sold all my stuff. Uh, I got rid of my apartment. I just kind of hit the road and I did that for two years. So it's easy to say, I mean, if you, if I had children, if I had a family, I obviously wouldn't have done that, but I was in a position where I was, a, I was a touring musician already. You know, I'd go away for a two weeks tour around Germany or three weeks round 
you know, France. But, you know, when, when I just decided to stop and do everything, do it full time, you know, I, I was already, ha- I, I already had one foot in the, in the paddling pool, so to speak. So it wasn't very brave of me. <laughs> I'm not like, I mean, it, but I did, you know, I did all the training before. So I had the, the nine to five job, but then in the evening I'd work on songs or I would work on, you know, the production side or the promotion. So I, you know, you can't just stop one day and say, okay, well now I'm going to, you have to stop. You have to do the preparation work before. And that might be, that might be starting as, you know, learning the guitar, you know, for, for, for four hours a night for 10 years. And then gradually you become a, you, you turn into this other person. You can't just do it straight away. So you have to hone your skills for so many, uh, so long. Um, you need the 10,000 hours, you know? Yeah. It's like the book of uh, Malcolm Gladwell. You read that yes. book, Outliers? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you have to hone your skills first. Not, it's not, you won't be a good musician overnight. You can no. be a musician overnight, but you cannot be a good musician overnight. It's like you with the comedy. I mean, you know, you, you need a lot of jokes. So you can't just stop one day and say, and then go on stage and... Um, because what are you going to, you just be standing there silently. You know, you need, you need all that years of experience, the open mics, the, you know, I played so many open mics as a musician, you know, and you, you're very nervous. You're so nervous just waiting to play one song in front of all these 20 other musicians. And, you know, I did hundreds and hundreds of open mics. So it's just, you have to build up this foundation if you're going to do anything. Have you experienced getting heckled by the audience? Because most of the performers, they experience getting heckled by when you do stand-up comedy, when you perform jokes in an open mic night, there are quite a few hecklers in the audience. Well, that would be great. I'd just love to have had an audience, but nobody came to the show. So I, I used to dream of being heckled. That was lux. That was a lux- that would be a luxury. So you dream of having a hecklers in the future, but... Uh, Right now, when we perform uh, during uh, Zoom meetings, most of the people watching are on mute. <laughs> I know it's like uh, it's like the Brady Bunch. There is, there's these blank faces. It's it's terrible. It's like uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when you do a live gig, you get you get reactions, and and you know, if somebody's on their phone, you can or you know, uh, when I did have an audience, I used to take the mickey out of them if someone wasn't paying attention you know you go up and take the phone or you start you start picking on them you know because you need some interaction but with zoom you know or, or doing a facebook live gig it's just playing you're, you're, you're singing to the void you know it's like you're on autopilot yeah it's very one way I'm, here i can chat to you you you're giving me feedback if i'm interesting or not you know you'll just change the subject but just doing a gig I mean, imagine, have you, do you do comedy gigs? On Zoom? Yeah, I do comedy gigs. I do hosting gigs. But right now, because of uh, the COVID-19 situation, I uh, seldom do live audience uh, gigs with the live audience. It's better when you're uh, doing it via Zoom or StreamYard. Yeah. Well, maybe I need all these sound effects that you have. I mean, maybe <laughs> I need to <laughs> I can insert this crazy applause. Yeah, I'm going to insert a lot of uh, uh, laugh applause. <laughs> After a joke. <laughs> All right. Well, when I hold my hand up like this, that means I've said something funny. So then you, you do the applause. How many albums have you had in the past? Uh, right now you're 
you're exploring a lot of uh, different types of songs. And uh, I know you've been guesting in a couple of shows in the Philippines. You've guested in Joy Spring's podcast, Adulting with Joy Spring. Yep. So how was the experience so far? That's been great. I mean, I love the Philippines and I have I already, already have some fans in the Philippines. Um, so I need to I'll try and expand that. So I'm speaking to you and other, uh, other wonderful Filipinos because I think the Philippines is, is the center of, uh, of world culture, you know, because you get, you're in contact from Australia and you're in America and then Asia. You're just like in the middle of the storm there. So you're very, it's a cultural melting pot now. So, but in answer to your question, I, at the moment I'm doing an album a month. I'm doing 12 songs a month. Wow. Yeah. That's fast. That's so I'm because I have this project with pod songs, which I have interviewed you on and I've written a song for you. Yeah. I, uh, I can't wait to listen to that song. Uh, I'm going to stream it on Spotify. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to that song before I sleep. When I wake up during workouts, <laughs> Get more well, I hope you like it. It's a lot, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing three. In, I'm doing three podcasts a week, um, three interviews a week, and so I have to write a song for everyone I interview because I'm interviewing expiring people for inspiring songs. Um, so I go. I go into the studio. We also produce it. It's not just me. So we have other musicians, and so three songs a week is twelve a month. So that's an album every month. So I've just started. And so for the next year or until I die, which might be quite soon because um, this podcast could kill me. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to die laughing. (laughs) (laughs) I just love these sound effects. I uh, I just got this uh, recently. So you're such a professional. I learned so much from you. (laughs) I just Stanley, I just, every time I speak to you, it's just, I, I learned something new. Oh, we've been talking off air. So, I've been sharing some of the marketing and business strategies to Jack. Now, before we uh, talk about uh, our personal stuff, let's talk about the topic right now, following your passion. Let's give uh, our listeners and our viewers uh, reasons why you should follow your passion in life. I I think I'm going to give one reason. Life is too short. Wouldn't you agree, Jack? Well, I believe in reincarnation, so I believe you <laughs> keep coming back and again and again. So, but unfortunately, your memory gets wiped. So, okay. Yeah. So, That's... what if uh, in the future you get reincarnated as a butterfly? How are you going to uh, pursue your passion? Uh, you can't go backwards. You don't go backwards. Oh. No, you only go forwards. The, the soul is too big to to go back into the butterfly. Okay. We have already, I've, already been, I've been a beautiful butterfly and I've been a caterpillar, but now I am... <laughs> Now, now I am a, a big, big man, okay. but, uh, yeah, but life is too short and you know, you have to do it. You have to act now because your situation might change. You might suddenly have children. You might have an accident. You might have, you might just run out of the passion. You might just set, you know, become, decide that it's not, you know, you don't really have the energy because to do the things we are doing now, these big projects, they take a lot of energy and concentration. And, and, you know, once other things come into your life, you don't have this, the same opportunities, you know, you, you, there's a thousand and one reasons why you, you could be derailed. And uh, especially in our situation right now, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. If there's going to be a a vaccine, if you could be able to go out in the future. (laughs) 
Well, that's a beautiful example. I mean, imagine if if last year you said, well, I'm going to travel around the world, you know, and then I'm going to leave in February or whatever. And then the pandemic comes, you know, but uh, actually if you can get outside the Philippines, now is a really good time to travel. I'm going to Amsterdam in two weeks and the hotel is half the price. The flight is so cheap. There's nobody in the restaurants. It's great time to travel. So... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, the next reason why you should follow your passion is it gives you a sense of purpose. Would you agree? Mm. It gives you a sense of purpose to exist in the world. That's a great one. Yeah, I mean, when you when you have a purpose, everything is so much easier. You 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 get up in the morning with more energy. You 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 push all your energy down the same channel. You know, if if you if a small child has um, thinks of their career, what they want to be in the future. Um, you know, if they know what they want to be, maybe they, they want to be a, a lawyer or they want to be a doctor, then if they go to every class to do the same thing, to, to, re- to learn to be the best doctor that they can be. So it makes life so much easier. They run to school instead of being dragged. Yeah, I agree. And uh, another reason is you'll be happier. You, oh, wow. Everyone believes that uh, if you love your job, uh, it's, it won't seem like uh, work to you. You'll be happier. Um, you'll wake up in the morning, like, for example, you, Jeff, you work, wake up in the morning and immediately write songs and record songs in the studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's so much easier when you, when you just do when you have that one, when you have that passion and you're happy because, you know, look, we, we, blame, we blame people for our unhappiness, you know oh, it's my boss's fault, or oh, it's because I have to work in this building. I'm unhappy because of that. So, but if you decide and you're driving, then you've only got yourself to blame. Then you really have to look at yourself squarely and you have to take decisions and judge yourself and, yeah, be happy. Yeah, and it won't feel like work to you whenever you do something that you love. And another reason is you'll add more value to the world. Exactly, exactly. That's a key one, I think. Well, I think when deciding on your passion, you shouldn't just say, oh, I want to be an influencer or yeah, I want to be, I want to be famous or I need a million dollars. You have to say, how can, I, how can I help other people? How will my life benefit other people? In, in what way am I going to make them laugh? Am I going to make them cry? Am I going to make them am I going to educate them am I going to help them earn more money am I going to help them be healthier and happier or have a more peaceful mind and then everything you do will have so much more energy yeah and you'll naturally become more persistent because you really enjoy what you do you love what you're doing you find your uh you have a sense of purpose in the world right oh yeah yeah and you're pushing like you say that one direction so everything you know, if you know where you're going to be in five years, where it could be, I'm going to have a beautiful garden, you know, or I'm going to have three cars or whatever, you, whatever you want. Then, then if you just have that end goal in mind, it's so much easier, you know, because you can judge, you can judge it based on, will this help me get towards my goal or will it not help me get towards my goal? Yeah. And you're, you're going to be ignoring the naysayers. When you started pursuing your passion, was your family uh, quite supportive or friends? No. no, they're still not supportive. So <laughs> still uh, not. nothing's changed there. 
But because uh, I still think I'm wasting my time. <laughs> but be- before you decided to pursue your passion, I'm sure you've saved enough enough uh, money to um, uh, for emergency purposes. What if this doesn't work out? At least you have an emergency saving. Well, you know, I think that this you can argue that, or you can say that if there's no parachute when you jump out the aeroplane, you you're really going to learn to fly, you know, because you've only got so many seconds left. So if you have, and how much of a power, you know, how much, how much of a safety net do you really need? I mean, yeah, people say, Oh, I can't travel around the world till I've got, until I've got $20,000 because, you know, that's how much it costs to go around the world. But, you know, you can go down to the local bike shop, let's get a secondhand bicycle and cycle, get the ferry across from the Philippines, cycle through Russia, China, cycle all the way to Italy, virtually all the way. And I, I know people have done that. So, and it doesn't cost very much. So you just have to say, how desperate are you to achieve your goals? You know, ask yourself a real, this strong question, you know? Well, those are uh, quite a, a good uh, reasons why you uh, should pursue your passion. But uh, can you share with us uh, what was the uh, the um, experience that you uh, can you share us your experience? Uh, what was the uh, when you have no money and you have nothing to eat? What was the you know when you have you ever hit rock bottom when you were starting out? Well, when I was traveling around the world, you know, I was um, yeah we we didn't have we didn't have we weren't earning any money from shows, so we would do. Um, we go, you know, a bakery, you go to the bakery when it's closing yeah. at six o'clock and you say, cause they always throw the bread away at six o'clock or whatever, whatever time they close. So you say, can I have the bread from today? Any leftover bread? And they give you loads of bread and cakes. And we used to do a uh, dumpster diving, which is when you go behind a supermarket and they have the dumpsters, the dumpster trucks, the rubbish bins. And you can, you can go in there and you can get the old, the food that's because once it's the date has gone, and you, they throw it away, but it's still good. It's still in plastic. Yes, yes. So we used to eat for free. Um, we used to, we were traveling by bicycles. We played shows. We used to play music on the street with a, with a hat on the floor and people put change in. And we used to sleep for free because we just went up to people and said, we're traveling musicians. We've got nowhere to sleep tonight. Can, can you sleep on your floor? You know, and you, you ask enough people, you you, you get to stay. So and we, there were websites as well, couch surfing and warm showers. So they host you for free. Um, so yeah, but I, we, we lived for free, but those sacrifices, when you look back, uh, it paid off because right now you're, you're on Spotify and you have all these ad- albums, you have a studio, you, uh, when you decided to pursue your passion, I think it's more of a, I think, uh, God is testing you. Hey, do you really want oh, to yeah. do this? I think it's more of like that. Do you really want to do this? Are you really sure? Okay. Maybe give you a couple of years. Uh, uh, you have to um, experience all these things, and then you get this one big break, and then you make it. What was the biggest break that you uh, had that that uh, you you rose from being a uh, getting free food, sleeping for free, then this one big break that you? Well, got? I think I think it was being on the underpaid podcast. I think that's what really. <laughs> Not- this is a new low for you. You're you're a guest in the underpaid podcast. People <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I think when Stanley Chi said to me that um 
you know, he, he would have me on the show. It was just one of the highlights of my, my career. Come on. The, one of my biggest highlights was when you emailed me and you invited me to guest on your show. And you, uh, no, I've already, already, I've already complimented you. You can't compliment me back. No, no, no. Mutual admiration club that uh, we're oh, in. No, people will be vomiting listening to this. <laughs> but uh, uh, well, you inspire us. Uh, you really inspired uh, all those aspiring musicians, those who want to pursue your passion. Um, mm. Come on. Uh, seriously, what was the biggest, uh, the biggest break that you had? Well, you know, when I was in... The Netherlands, I, you know, I was on MTV and uh, things like that. And um, so it's not really one break. I just going back to what you said before about it being you know, tested. And I think, I think a better way to look at it is that it's a classroom. Everything. If I hadn't, I wouldn't be able to do all of this. If I hadn't learned all these lessons, you know, before, because if you don't come through those, if you don't come through those lessons, that means you haven't learned them. So you need to stay in that level of school, you know? So if you if you get through the open mics, for example, and then you go on to play the concerts, and then people say you 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 and you graduate, you know, you you get good enough, you get enough of an audience, you get to go to the next level, and that's just it's just like you graduate, you know. So I think the people who, if you look at like the billionaires, you know, the most successful businessmen, if you look at how many of them started poor, you know, really really poor it's a lot and there must be a reason for that. And I think it's because, you know, momentum, you build up so much momentum. If you're used to struggling, if you, you know, if, well, if you're not, if you're born rich and you go to university and then you don't really have to try, maybe you do a bit of classes and then you go to your first day of work and then you, you go, okay, I better start work and you have to pick yourself up. But if you, if, since you've been, since if you since since you've been a little child you've always had to fight for food and fight for a t- for this and you know you're all, you're just used to working and working and working and pushing and pushing and pushing so when you get the the op- when you get that same opportunity as someone who isn't used to pushing you just you just accelerate past them at such an incredible rate and you get to the top of the business you open your own business you open six businesses you build a castle you buy 12 planes you just and then you, but the problem is those people never know when to stop because they're pushing and pushing and pushing. So, yeah, I think you've just got to realize that it's a classroom and everything is just, we're testing us, you know, we're testing and we've been constantly tested and given these lessons to learn. And once we learn them, they don't repeat. We yeah. can go on to new problems, you know, experience new different things. So yeah, I think um, most importantly, we have to have grit. You really have to want grit. it. Because sometimes in the middle of your journey, when you're uh, learning all these lessons, sometimes most people, they quit in the middle. And they just yeah. decided to pursue another passion. They go uh, starting from the bottom again. Yeah, yeah. They, they wanted so, uh, to pursue. I think uh, one of the key lessons here is decide what do you really want to do in life? What really is your passion? That's a great. It reminds me of a quote I heard. It is better to be at the bottom of the ladder that you want to climb than at the top of the one you don't. I would say find your passion, make sure it's a passion that benefits everyone, not just yourself, and that everyone will support you and that you'll you'll get so much more help from other people. Everyone will love you for it. Everyone wants to be involved and you can make the world a better place with your passion. 
Hi, this is Roy Segalar from the Research Department at First Metric Securities and host of the Philippine Stock Market Weekly Podcast featuring timely and relevant discussions on the Philippine stock market and economy in the hope of providing investing and trading guidance to Filipinos. New episodes every Tuesday and as always, your future first. Hi, I'm RJ Ladesma. Get inside the heads of the country's sharpest and most innovative business personalities and entrepreneurs. Hack your way to success as you learn more about how they think about business. What are their best practices and success secrets? How do they innovate their businesses during the pandemic? And what opportunities do they see in the new normal? Join me on the RG Ledesma Podcast. Importante ang mag-save, pero bakit marami ang walang ipon? The answer is because we don't spend enough time in learning practical financial strategies. This is Fitz Villafuerte, a registered financial planner, and I'm inviting you to listen to the 80% podcast, kung saan tuturuan ko kayo kung paano yumaman. So join me and let's talk about personal finance on the 80% podcast. We're gonna talk about um, reasons why it's hard to follow your passion. Because wow, so we're doing the opposite. Yeah, we're gonna do the opposite right now because a while ago, we gave reasons why you should follow your passion. And right now, we're going to talk about the reasons why it's hard to pursue your passion. Gosh, you put so much thought into this, Stanley. I think you've, <laughs> you're just a, an example to us all. Okay, five stars. I gave it. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, I've done it. It's so easy. I couldn't believe how easy it was to open the app and give it five stars. I don't know why everyone who is listening to this show doesn't do this right now. Before, I think we should just stop the show and just wait until everyone's done five stars before we continue. Let's just do that. Let's just take a breath. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, most people should do that. But uh, most of the net, uh, people on Facebook or Twitter and Instagram and social media, they're, they're quite... Uh, they think it's too much effort to go to Apple to Apple Podcast and rate the show and uh, leave a comment or maybe subscribe to on Spotify. It took me about thirty <laughs> seconds. That was so easy. I could. That was nothing. Fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Um, so, could you give me a reason why it's hard to pursue your passion? Um, I think the number one reason must be that you, you don't have enough passion. Because if you have enough passion, then all these obstacles that you think are in are blocking you, they just they're hurdles, they're not barriers. You just jump over them or you smash through them. And if you're not doing that, then you just don't have enough passion, as I would say. Or maybe you don't really want it enough. Or maybe it's just a a fad. And people yeah. a lot of people are doing it and then you decide to follow uh, other people's passion. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. I think your, your parents are the one who's insisting that hey, you should go this this route. Your career should be like this, like this, like that. That's a good one. So the second one is it's not really your passion. Like you think it's a fashion, like be an influencer, but it's just something you've heard and you're not really sure what that is. So yeah, that's a that's a good one. I think another a third one would be that you're not really clear what your passion is. You just it's vague. You know, oh, I have to be. I have to be a successful musician and that they don't really know what that you have to make it concrete. You have to make it very clear. I have to be on radio one. I have to get this person to play. I have to be 
you have to make it concrete and then you will achieve it, I think. And I think uh, one of the reasons why it's hard to pursue your passion is because of fear, fear of failure. That's a big one. Bravery. You, you, without, without bravery, you, ca you can't love properly. You can't love other people. You can't love yourself. You can't serve. You can't work properly because bravery um, is, the, is the rock upon all which everything else is built. Um, you know, you're not going to be able to, to, to function if you, because bravery is, is doubts. People think doubts. Doubts is a, it's just a very, it's diluted form of, of fear, you know, or if you really look at it, doubt is a shade of fear. People say, oh, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid, but I have these doubts. And really that's, that's, I would say that is fear, but you're just not recognizing it as fear. Yeah. Sometimes it's a fin for financial reasons. Maybe they have their own family, the kids to feed. So they're not 100% into it because, um, because of, they have their own day jobs and they have their own priorities. That's I think, too what, tired. Yeah. Too tired. Yeah. It takes a lot of energy, but then, you know, that's also just not having enough passion because you can get up in the morning and just sleep a little less, you know, two hours before, you know, sacrifice the movie at night and get up two hours early in the morning with a completely fresh mind and do whatever it is you have to do, you know? And if it's say it's lack of money, then, define the goal define the passion so that money doesn't really come into it i mean i'm saying music just because that's my passion you know but you can buy a 20 dollars guitar or a hundred dollar guitar and just and become an amazing guitarist on it it's very low i mean maybe if you say i want to start a i want to start a film business and make movies okay well that's mega bucks you know but you all have an iphone you have a smart you can make a movie there are film festivals for for um iphone made movies so there's no barriers to that you know if you redefine it so that money doesn't come into it i think you that would help to take away one of those big barriers yeah and i think some of the some people they procrastinate the fear of failure makes them say that can i start my podcast in in the next month or maybe next year, because I want it to be so seamless, so perfect. I don't want to make mistakes. But for most people, I, I think we can share this to them that you learn as you go through. It's uh, not really winging it, but you learn through experience. I'm sure uh, most of the, uh, when you were starting out, you've done a lot of uh, songs that you've made mistakes. And as you go, alo go uh, along the way, you learn a lot of, uh, new things, you learn new skills, you've improved your craft. And then when you look back, uh, you see, hey, uh, I used to do this, this and that. But now because uh, I try to improve myself, uh, I am my own worst critic. I try to be a perfect perfectionist sometimes. And then when you look back, you realize, hey, uh, I think I'm, I'm okay and I'm happy. Whatever happens, you, when you decide to pursue your passion, uh, when you fail or you make it, there's always this smile on your face and you won't be thinking, what if I decided to do this a couple of years back when I was younger? Oh, yeah. Well, it's like anything. I mean, I see you're up to episode 64 of the Underpaid Podcast. So, <laughs> you know, no, I don't think, you know, probably many people won't go back and listen to episode one, two, three, four. They, they're getting you now. This is current. And they're only listening to you now because you're 
you've done all these episodes before. And I try to remember the 1% rule, which is like every episode, just improve by 1%. Improve, improve something, you know, maybe the position of the microphone or the background yeah. or, or better clothes, or I just should shave <laughs> or get a better haircut, you know? Um, every time you just improve 1%, one little bit. And then, you know, by 100 episodes, you're, you're 100% better. And, and people can see that, you know, I mean, I, I know that someone like you is really looking for constantly the ways to improve. And, and if you'd, if you procrastinated, you wouldn't be able to have that experience of practice and that's what you need to improve practice. So yeah, yeah you, you, you don't let it hold you back. I mean, I haven't actually launched my podcast yet. It's not, I'm still, I'm still, I've done 30 interviews and written 30 songs and I will release them all, but I just need, I'm, you know, I'm learning so much from each one. I'm going back to the first one and improving the sound a bit and, you know, changing the order a little bit. And then once I launch with three episodes a week, I'll, I'll have no time to improve, you know, but it's amazing how much you learn, you know, each time. Yeah, so I don't and- know how, you know, by 64 episodes, you, you'll be an expert. <laughs> I think I started this podcast early this year. Last year I was having a second thoughts. Can I, am I going to start it on November or December? And then uh, January, I was, I decided that I'm going to start it last week of January. And then the okay. pandemic hits and we have this uh, work from home setup. We have Zoom and StreamYard. And I was thinking, I don't have any more reason to procrastinate and to, <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do at home. I just do this. Uh, I'm going to start doing it because I started recording in a studio with all of my co-hosts and we invite guests. I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. this. Uh... Yeah, we, we invite guests to go to the studio and uh, we have uh, better uh, recording equipment. But right now, because of this pandemic, you're forced to use whatever you, you have. And I, I used to, you, to have a small microphone that's mm-hmm. attached to my DSLR. That's the mic okay. that I used in the uh, last summer. Um, I think March, April or May, I was uh, holding a small microphone. Uh, you making a makeshift mic for the audio to be better. When I got uh, a couple of um, extra money, I I bought my own mic, started to build my have my own equipment uh, little by little. You won't be able to buy it all at once because uh, <laughs> I think yeah. it's better to start from uh, start small, baby steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you only started this year, and now you're already top. You're in the top business podcasts in. <laughs> The Philippines. I mean, yeah. what next? I mean, you have to look at other countries and global domination. No, maybe uh, the the language barrier is gonna um, gonna make my uh, give me a hard time because sometimes my English is only five minutes. After that, I'm gonna faint. It's more deadlier than COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking English, <laughs> but seriously, um, uh, Jack, do you have any? Um, albums or websites or uh anything to promote to our viewers because um i'm sure they want to follow you and listen to your music seriously you're being serious now yeah <laughs> i'm making a joke at my expense yeah i want to uh, ask you about your uh your songs your albums you want to promote anything how do they follow you on instagram and facebook well uh the website is podsongs.com and I'm on Facebook as Jack Stafford Music and Instagram as Jack Troubadour because I'm a super troubadour. You know, I've been around the world. 
So, but uh, the podcast will be released. I'll go live and I'll be three times a week uh, on Spotify. Uh, wow. Pod, song, pod songs. Three times uh, a week. Three times a That's week. That's quite a lot. Huh? That's a lot. <laughs> you do it once a week. Maybe you should up your game a bit. Maybe you're holding back. Maybe you're not following your passion. I do twice a week, but the other one is uh, the Tuesday nights are live. The Thursday nights are a recording because we release two, two episodes per week, Mondays and Thursdays. Oh, I see you are doing three. Okay, I knew, I, I knew you went ahead of me. I know you're a professional. But uh, you can also check my website. You can download my music there. I have one album with 100 songs on. Uh, the Troubadour Chronicles. It's just like a journal, a diary of all my travels around the world, and dumpster diving, and my beautiful girlfriend Italian. You can you can hear the story through the songs. So this 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 pod songs I'm doing this podcast. We're writing songs about my guests is really just an extension. I've been doing this for years, but now I'm just kind of I've merged it into podcast land to create this new beast called Pod Songs. Wow. Good luck to to Pod Songs, Jack. Uh, thank you for guesting in the Underpaid Podcast. I'm I'm uh, really we're really fortunate to listen to your story, to your experiences, and maybe uh, give us a couple more tips for our listeners, especially those who are having second thoughts on when they want to pursue their passion or not. You know, like I say, it's all about having that mindset. So, as I said before, is you have those passion, but you know, also what you're having doing your job, do that to the best of your ability, you know, because if that's all practice, you're all learning, you know. So even if it's a boring job and even if, you know, even if you're not enjoying it, but if you do it to the best of your ability and you do it amazingly well, you will graduate. You won't. The universe will say, okay, well, you don't really need to do this job anymore. I think you're a lot and it will, it will promote you, you know, it will somehow find you a new opportunity. It works like that. You might not believe in these spiritual things, but this is the way the universe works. You you get constantly get upgraded. But if you if you're in this job that you don't like and you're just slumping your shoulders and you're barely making it into work, the universe will probably say, "Well, this person doesn't even deserve this job. We're going to give them an even lower job until they get up to that position again." So just power through everything in an indestructible way and just smash through the day and get it over, get it done quicker, you know, get that crap job out of your system, go on to the next thing. Okay. Very well said. Thank you very much, Mr. Jack Stafford. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, guys. My immortal, kita nyo naman. Jack, follow this passion from being a copywriter to all these uh, office jobs. Pinerso niya yung pagiging uh, isang musikero. So sana we could learn more. Uh, we could learn from Jack. And when you pursue your passion, uh, please don't do it for the money. Do it because you love your job. Talagang pagka when you love your job, nag-e-enjoy ka talaga sa ginagawa mo. Iba yung gising mo sa umaga. When you uh, do something, okay lang sa inyo mag-overtime kasi mahal niyo yung trabaho niyo. So mga immortal, marami salamat sa mga nakikinig. I hope you like our uh, like and subscribe to our Spotify account, uh, The Underpaid Podcast. Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow. And uh, sa Anchor, sa mga nakikinig, sana uh, mag-subscribe din kayo sa Underpaid Podcast. Uh, again, uh, we have episodes every 
Tuesday, uh, Mondays and Thursdays on Spotify and we're live on Tuesday nights, 8pm. Maraming yun, maraming salamat. Sana ngayong pandemic, yung mga taong ayaw na nila ng 9 to 5 job, gusto nila mag-work from home, gusto nila mag-business, eh, i-pursue nyo na yung gusto nyo kasi eto, nandito na tayo. Wala tayong reason para uh, mag-procrastinate or magpalusot na saka ako nagagawin niya. Eh, kung nga, hindi na nga tayo makalabas ng bahay. Eh, gawin na natin. YOLO, di ba? You only live once. So maraming salamat mga immortal. I'm Stanley Chi uh, for the Underpaid Podcast. Maraming salamat. See you all next episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.